President Tsai Ing-wen was invited by the Washington-based Hudson Institute to deliver remarks at its virtual year-end celebration. In a pre-recorded speech, Tsai underscored the troubling state of cross-strait relations. Let's hear what she says. We are also watching with alarm the increasing provocation from across the Taiwan Strait. PLA fighter jets and naval ships now cross the median line of the strait with regularity, raising the risk of accidents and miscalculations. We do not desire this sort of cross-strait relationship. What we seek is constructive cross-strait dialogue in order to peacefully address differences of opinion and perspectives without the need for preconditions. Taiwan is determined to take a different path forward. In order to do so, we must also be able to deter military adventurism and defend ourselves in the face of growing military tensions. As we look back at a year full of challenges and opportunities, I am confident that Taiwan now stands on stronger footing. President Tsai went on to denounce China for shutting the 23 million people of Taiwan out of international organizations. She said Beijing was also engaged in campaigns of disinformation and influence to turn Taiwanese against her administration. Today is Human Rights Day, which celebrates the anniversary of the UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights. President Tsai Ing-wen marked the day with a visit to the Control Yuan, which launched a commission dedicated to human rights in August. Over the past few months, the commission has worked with government agencies to promote human rights awareness. President Tsai praised the commission for helping to escalate the issue of human rights in the government and Taiwan at large. Yeah. Following along with the sign language instructor, President Tsai and Control Yuan Chief Chen Ju spelled the words, an upgrade for Taiwan's human rights. To mark Human Rights Day, the National Human Rights Commission unveiled a new logo. Past victims of political persecution put its pieces together, turning a symbolic chapter for Taiwan's human rights protection. I want to thank all the agencies collaborating with the National Human Rights Commission. Through your work, you are creating change. Together, we are making Taiwan into a place that protects human rights, a beautiful society worth striving for. On the International Human Rights Day, we must all remember the contributions of our forebears. The Executive Yuan has established a human rights division that coordinates and implements interministerial human rights matters. These proactive actions show how the establishment of the National Human Rights Commission has upgraded the issue of human rights within various government agencies, how it has supported the implementation of human rights. Tsai said the central government should take the lead in promoting the concept of human rights in Taiwan. In addition, she said a goal for her administration is amending the constitution. I want to emphasize once again that bipartisan and intergenerational cooperation is a necessary condition for the success of constitutional reform. It's a required process for Taiwan if it wants to move forward. I will lead those in my administration and the ruling party in striving toward that end. No one will sit out on the sidelines. On Human Rights Day, Tsai laid out a vision for human rights and constitutional reform in Taiwan.
Recovering from a stroke is a slow and challenging process, especially for people who are left with paralyzed limbs. To help patients in their recovery, Tsanggeng Memorial Hospital has introduced robots into its rehabilitation programs. The training gives patients a glove-like exoskeleton that moves their immobile hand, helping patients relearn specific movements. Doctors have found the robot-aided therapy can enhance the effects of rehabilitation. Their findings have been published in the Journal of Visualized Experiments. This is Miss Chen. About a year ago, she suffered a stroke that paralyzed her left arm and leg. Her left hand was almost completely immobilized, making Miss Chen due for a long-term rehabilitation program. But thanks to a robot incorporated in her rehab regime, she is already fully recovered. The technology is called Mirror Hand and was introduced into treatments at Tanga Memorial Hospital in 2019. It consists of two gloves. One is a robotic exoskeleton that fits over the affected hand and copies the motions of the patient's healthy hand, which is equipped with a glove with the movement sensors. The combination of occupational therapy with daily mirror hand sessions has allowed Ms. Chen to once again be able to raise her hand, open and close her fists, and pick up and put down objects. I had a stroke in June 2019 that left half my body paralyzed. I couldn't move my left hand and foot. I couldn't move at all, so I could only lie in bed. If I wanted something, I had to either use my right hand or get someone else's help. One month after I fell ill, Chang'an Memorial Hospital asked me if I wanted to try this kind of rehabilitation program. At the beginning, I couldn't raise my hand or open it, but I was discharged after just three months. Now I'm back in the workplace, and I can raise my hands, open them, and hold and pick things up. My left hand can do almost everything my right hand can do. Patients recovering from strokes often face difficult challenges. It's often a slow process to regain full strength and mobility in their hands. Tang and Memorial Hospital are using robotics to help stroke patients recover. The glove has three modes, single-finger mode, five-finger mode, and mirror-guided motion mode. The mirroring setting can help patients relearn and recover hand functions such as pinching, squeezing, and grabbing. Traditional ones, for example, you do a passive range of motion or, 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 or things like that. And the new one, of course, is more effective because actually you're applying the, the motion. You're using the good hand to help the impaired hand. Okay, and then your, your eyes can actually see that your hand is moving. Eventually, you know, uh, we, 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 we want, you know, like the impaired side of the, of the brain, you know, um, to one day, you know, you know, there's, you know, the link is back on and then the patient's healthy again. Dr. Carl Chen, the director of the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at Tanga Memorial Hospital, says the golden period for rehabilitation is six months to one year after the stroke. The earlier the intervention begins, the higher the recovery rate. He says pairing traditional rehabilitation methods with robotic training can offer the best results. Of course, uh, we, we do traditional first and then the robotic uh, you know, um, training, we, we add it on top of the traditional. All right. So um, basically it's a, it's a multidisciplinary thing. Okay? We, we want to have the best uh, uh, rehab um, training system 
um, you know, for every uh, individual uh, patient, of course. Dr. Chen says the applications of robot-aided therapy are not just limited to stroke patients. He says people with spinal cord injuries and neurological diseases can also benefit from therapies using the mirror hand technology. For most news, Stephanie Yang, Zhang Tingshang in Taipei. As Taiwan becomes more health conscious, sugar-heavy drinks are going out of fashion. You might have noticed your bubble tea isn't as sweet as it used to be, or perhaps a server has asked if you want to go for a half-sugar option. Let's take a look at how drink shops have changed to suit Taiwan's fading sweet tooth. A handful of ice, a pull on the drinks machine, and a green tea is ready. Partly due to the government's sugar reduction policy, this shop says now only 1.35% of customers order a full sugar drink. The six flavours still available in full sugar, including the high-grade green tea, premium oolong, and high mountain oolong, are about to get their sugar ration slashed to just 80 or 50 percent of what they once were. The full sugar hit will soon be a thing of the past. Usually, I go for slightly sugared or no sugar. I wouldn't buy half sugar, let alone full sugar. Less than 30% of our customers buy full sugar drinks. As people grow more health conscious, most people choose no sugar. Second most popular is half sugar, then slightly sugared. At this shop, sugar has already been on the wane for three years. The machines were adjusted to make full sugar only 70% of the dose at other shops. The sugar content and calories in each of the 30 flavours are also displayed clearly. Less than 10% of our customers choose full sugar each day. Most of those are older people or seniors. Today, our full sugar drinks are just 70% of the market average. Taiwanese people are getting more and more conscious of healthy consuming. The drinks chain Qingxin Fuquan has scrapped its full sugar option. Share Tea uses cane sugar and has adjusted recipes and machines. True Dan uses less calorific brown sugar and its staff suggests lower sugar levels. A good read Ella's black tea is new on the block and sells two flavours with no full sugar on offer. Next time you're asked if you want to cut the sugar, why not give it a try? Your body will probably thank you. Small farmers have got a fresh rebranding for the internet age, with some help from the Council of Agriculture and a team of top marketing designers. At the project's annual launch, 10 new Taiwanese products were shown off in a new light. Officials and farmers hope it will attract younger consumers and overseas buyers to Taiwan's local produce. Snacks, wooden tools, meat and fish, a cornucopia of Taiwanese produce. The Council of Agriculture and Taiwan Design Center have teamed up to reduce the gap between the field and plate and help Taiwanese farmers get their goods online. This is connecting the older generation of farmers with the new generation, and through brand design, bringing these multifaceted products to overseas customers, and even making Taiwanese consumers recognize Taiwanese agricultural produce. There are tea, grains and seafood marketed for online retail, appending conventional images of Taiwanese agriculture. 
Brand stories have been repackaged for a greater appeal and to show Taiwan off to the world. We've changed the packaging and use a more fun and comical style to show it off, so people can learn what marble jewel orchids are all about. This is the third year the Council of Agriculture has focused on helping small farmers with their branding. There are 10 new products in the scheme this year, with aim to take the internet by storm. One Song Orchestra will perform at the National Concert Hall on New Year's Day with a program based on Taiwan's musical classics. Despite the restrictions due to COVID-19, the orchestra will be joined by soloists such as soprano Lin Jingru. A symphonic suite based on Taiwan's film culture will be a top highlight. Soprano Ling Jingru and One Song Orchestra bring to life the Taiwanese classic Spring Breeze. The 2021 Taiwan New Year concert will be held at the National Concert Hall on New Year's Day, and the lineup this year is possibly the most stellar yet. The musical director of One Song, Li Zhe has gold melody awards for best arrangement and best composition. Ling Jingru will perform alongside stars such as Korean flautist Jasmine Choi and Gezaishi opera singer Tang Meiyun. Here, Tang improvises on stage, bringing the 2020 pandemic into traditional opera. The second half of the concert will culminate in a much-awaited Taiwanese cinema symphonic suite, showcasing 17 of the best-loved tunes from Taiwan's last 60 years of cinema. We hope these familiar tunes will give everyone a delightful, sweet and satisfying feeling, and we can begin our 2021 with smiles on our faces. This year, it's at the National Concert Hall. It's a cozier venue and a national-level venue. The program is really something to look forward to this year. It makes Taiwanese music global and global music Taiwanese. A New Year concert this year will draw on three years of experience. We believe it will really touch all the audience, and we hope we can transmit Taiwan's most classic melodies all around the world. This New Year, the concert will celebrate Taiwan's homegrown musical heritage. Musicians hope their art will usher in a blessed 2021.